this is Anatoly from Wild Ways and you're listening to Interview Under Fire. Alright everyone, welcome back. Sunny here with another brand new edition of Interview Under Fire. Anatoly, thank you so much for joining our podcast today on IUF. Real quick, I'm going to say Privyet or Zdrastoitsia, just to start things off here. This is an important yet exciting time of the year for you and the guys over at Wildways with the release of your newest studio album, Anna, which dropped October 30th. It's already been over a week on Warner Music Russia. You know, first off, congratulations on all of the well-deserved recognition it's been getting so far. But before we get to all that, you know, for the listeners, I'm going to ask you a very important question, Anatoly. It's a very simple one, but I think it's an important one to ask considering where we are at our lives at this point. How are you? <laughs> you know, how have things been for you and the band as well, of late? You know, how's life in Russia right now? So, first of all, thank you so much for inviting me in your show, and um, uh, thank you one more time for uh, for great words about our new album on Warner Music Russia. And you know, I feel myself really happy because we released the album. Uh, it was a really huge job for for us, and we spent really a lot of time on that. And it's really huge work. But at the same time, I feel myself like pretty uncomfortable in case I I can't to get all the patience and all the feedbacks from our kids in case of we have all shows just canceled. So, uh, you know, we just we just used to get all the emotions from the kids on our shows uh, uh, with every new album release. So right now we feel ourselves really uncomfortable in that case. You know, being away from the stage a lot as of late, you know, I, I know making the best of the situation is definitely a challenge. How are you keeping up your vocals these days, Anatoly? Is that affecting your musicianship? Has anything changed for your routine wise lately, if at all? Uh, I think I think actually when you don't have a show, it's all the way better for your vocals, you know, because uh <laughs> Because on tour, you have really a lot of alcohol and all of the stuff. You have a huge uh, graphic with all this shit. And sometimes it's pretty hard for your voice because pr- sometimes you feel yourself like you you sounds like, hello, guys. <laughs> so right now I feel like my voice, my voice just feel just feel just just better, just better. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's because good. You know, I, I just can sing in my home, in, in my house, and that's it. I don't need to scream or something. I'm assuming you live in a place where you can just crank it up and belt as loud as you want without the neighbors yelling, right? Um, I, I, I feel in apartments, and I can't okay, scream okay. a lot because sometimes I just I just open my door and just to see the policemen uh, only at 2 p.m. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay, okay well. So never joke with my neighbor under me. All right, L- let's let's make that known now. Hey, when you're in the states, just belt as loud as you want. So we're waiting for that. Yeah, man, Ray. <laughs> so from I want to I want to talk about this. You know, Anatoly with Wild Ways from 2016 to 2019. I want to ask, how was the touring life for you personally? Because more than we're talking, more than fifty thousand people have attended your headlining shows, which have included tours around Europe, Japan, the UK the CIS countries, you've done some extensive touring throughout your career and you played with, you know, Bring Me the Horizon and Adept. What was your favorite part about touring, Anatoly? Because now you're kind of taking like an unseen step back and does it make you have a growing appreciation of the touring life? Because we're talking culture, 
fans, even the food. There's just so many things to pick apart about the touring life, which makes it amazing. What was your biggest personal takeaway from that? So, uh, first of all, the, the touring life, or I think for ourselves, it's like the most important part of our career. And uh, if we're talking about touring Russia, I feel uh, if we're talking about touring Russia, I really love the when I feel uh, that Wild West never stop in the in the same spot, and we just and we will have like more and more people on our shows. For me, it's like a, uh, it's a it's a sign to go for, just just to go forward. If we're talking about the touring outside the Russia, I dream to tour more than now outside Russia, like Japan, probably somewhere in the future, first time in the United States. I really hope on that. Europe. But you Australia. know Australia. Australia, something yeah, New Zealand. Iceland. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so um outside Russia for me it's it's just a vibe, you know? It's more just a vibe. So to be honestly we're not like a big band outside Russia. So to be honestly, touring over there, it's more kind of like a vacation or something like that. So for us, it's just a it's it's a culture, food, places, attractions, and all other stuff. And I I actually happy with it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to get any good feedback from uh, outside countries to get a lot of people. But uh, for me, not. Like, this is not like priorities, uh, priority girl right now, you know? Yeah. You know, I, I'll tell you this, you know, Texas and I'm in Dallas, you know, for my listeners, I'm sure you guys already know that you guys have a really good metalcore community here. So anytime wild no, ways comes here, that. it'll, it'll feel oh, like, nah. home. I'm just yeah. telling you, <laughs> I'm telling you right Don't now, me, please <laughs> <laughs> putting that tease out there, you know, Anatoly, a very important topic on this show for the last eight months. Um, I've been talking this with about this with all my artists, and you've seen this. You've seen this yourself for the last eight months, live streaming. A lot of the bands, what they do on stage, they're taking it to the screen like we're doing. And, you know, bands like, you know, Lamb of God, uh, Code Orange, Insomnium, you know, August, yeah. Burns, August Burns Red has one coming up uh, this weekend. They're doing live streaming. So I wanted to ask you, you know, with all the experience that you've taken in, with all the tours you've done so far in your career, with all the connections you made, with all the fans that you met, do you think the quarantine-induced live streaming surge we're seeing right now from all these artists, is that going to affect the touring musician business going forward? Do you still see bands doing this even after all this is over? This is interesting idea because I, I was thinking about that exactly. You know, like a live streaming service like Netflix or something like that. Just imagine the world where kids will never go on the shows. But honestly... Mm. I, I will not believe in that. So uh, we discussing this stuff as well inside our band and we probably will do a live stream because we just, you know, we just, we just want a connection, just a connection on the screens with our kids. You know, we just, we just want to play. We just yeah. want to play music in case of that. We all live in just different cities. That's uh, the shows for us is just, uh, uh, just, uh, just the reason why we can do together. So it's an interesting idea, but I, I don't believe in that. So I just think this is a like, that's an idea in case of coronavirus. Probably we will see it in the future when corona, coronavirus will, uh, will be uh, defeated, you know? Yeah. But, but I don't believe that this is for a long time. 
You know, that's an interesting answer. And there's no right or wrong answer, by the way. You know, it's always interesting to get your intake. So there's there are some artists who say, oh, I'm not doing anything until all this is over. And there's some artists who say, yeah, I would love to do live streaming. It still I gives me like a way. It. I don't like it. I don't no, like that's it. okay. Some artists will say it's still a way for me to engage with the fans. You know, I went to see, um, I went to the Metallica live stream two months ago. I don't know if you heard about that. They did that show here in the States and Dallas, mm-hmm. Texas sold out immediately. It was just it just made me miss the live experience even more. Of course, I have the liberty to mosh in my own room if I want to, but you know, it's it's not the same. Like I know Wild Ways, one of the one of the things that makes you guys so effective is your live presence. And I know that's something you guys take very seriously. So it's always a great uh, question I like to ask because it, it does give a lot of depth, a lot of insight going forward, because there's a lot of uncertainty. We don't know what's gonna happen. So who knows? Who knows if you guys do a live stream? one month or two months from now it's it's no telling but and speaking of you know the music that you guys have put out i'll promise we'll talk about anna right now we talked about so many things so far came out october 30th on warner music russia you know from songs like hyena to event horizon from havana to kilometry metalcore man that's as good as you can get with that genre especially uh you know especially when it it's such a saturated field with so many metalcore bands coming from the left and right. So Anatoly, let me ask you this. What makes you guys stand out from that big crowd? Um, I think just two language in one songs. I think... Uh, okay, the, yeah, definitely. I, I think Wild Ways, this is the band who... who This is the only band who's seen English and uh, Russia in one, just one song, inside the one song, you know? Yeah. So the wild ways, this is who we are. But uh, honestly, you guys have a huge stage in your country. You guys have a huge stage in Europe. And honestly, this is this is really hard to be a part of that because uh, in Russia, we don't have a stage for like, like a huge stage, you know? We don't have really a lot of bands. So this is probably the reason why we are pretty good and famous in Russia. But at the same time, it's bad because... Um, you you always uh, you need you need a race you know like between the bands or something like that you just this is a uh, you just need to you just need reasons to be better than someone and so uh so what was the question was well uh, the reason why i was asking is because you know all these metalcore bands there's a, there's a lot of metalcore bands there's so many bands that come out from the left and right you've never even heard about but then wild ways you guys come out with this just different unique capabilities of Russian and English. You don't hear a band out of Russia making a name for themselves. It just doesn't happen. And you guys are doing that. You know, I I wanted to know your perspective. Like, how does that feel as opposed to, you know, just bands like Azalea Dying and, you know, um, you know, Kills Which Engage, Unearth, these metalcore bands here in the U.S. And everybody knows about them. But Wild Ways, what makes you guys stand out? And I think you kind of just answered that already. It's it's that yeah. unique taste of the Russia and the English connection that you guys have, and that fusion that fusion that you guys have within within the bandmates and yourselves. So with Anna, how much did things change from when you first started composing on Anna to where you ended up finishing the album? Did a lot change in between? Did nothing change in between? Was there already a specific sound you guys knew you wanted with Anna? You know, like this is not a huge difference between the writing process, actually. But but this is a huge difference between the, the between the feelings, you know, because mm. 
since 2016, since uh, the first uh, Wild West album was released, we just uh, when we just worked on Anna, we just um, realized and feel felt ourselves like we're just getting older and we already have a lot of huge experience on writing we have a huge experience or on a playing music we just have a huge experience in case we play we played a lot of show so this is the so this is the main part of this album because on this album we just we just realized that okay, right now we're 28, almost 30, and we can do it all the way better. And on this record, for me personally, personally, I'm just getting, I'm just realized that I, I'm, I'm not actually a bad vocalist. Yeah, because on previous <laughs> no albums, no. yeah, on previous albums, I was like, oh, oh this is a, there is a huge way bit, uh, in front of you, and you have to win it. And right now, I feel like. I'm, I'm actually not too bad. I feel myself like, okay, I'm doing this all the way better than two years ago, for example. So this is for me like the more, the bigger, uh, so yeah. Yeah, so Anna was also produced by you. You produced 85% of the songs, is that correct? Yeah, 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 that's, that's, that's correct. I just, I was just produced that in Russia and my sole producer was Cameron Mizell in Nashville, Tennessee. So he just finalized that, you know, finalized that. And, you know, Cameron, he's known for his work with the Memphis Mayfire, Slaves, yeah. a Skylit Drive, Woe mm-hmm. Is Me. I mean, the list goes on for him. For you, Anatoly, was there comfortability in the studio for you knowing that Cameron was there with you working on this album? Uh, sorry, one time. Were you was did that make you comfortable knowing that Cameron was working with you on the album? Absolutely, absolutely. Because Cameron, this is the third album with Cameron already. Yeah. So for us, Cameron and me and us, we we, we just like friends. So you know, like yeah. already. So we just really close friends. And for us, he's not like he's like unofficial six member of the band. You know. <laughs> yeah. Very true. And, you know, and I heard that to perfection, the the mastering and the production you guys put out for Anna. Now, you had a few other artists that actually came and guest starred with you, you know, like Kurt 92, Igor Edersen, and I think it's Cult. Is that how you say? Yeah, this is the yeah. Japanese band. So, Japanese so, band. Yeah, so those three artists, they all came and guest starred on those few tracks with you on this album. What was that experience like bringing in outside professionals in their respective fields into your world of making music? Did it make the process easier knowing that they were there? You know, like, uh, it's interesting story about Kurt 92. So actually, Kurt 92, he's, um, he's like a young rapper in Russia, and he's, he's really good. He have a huge fan base. But we never know that because we know him like, a, like uh, not under the Kurt 92 name because it was a guy who just promoted our shows, all the way in the past in a, in Ufa city. And we just okay. didn't know about that. And we just, oh, hey guys, did you hear that Kostya, uh, he's Kurt 92 right now and he's pretty big rapper in Russia. We, we was like, we was like, wow, really? So we just was, <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it, it's interesting. So we just, we, we're pretty good uh, friends, but not like a friends who just speak every time, like year by year. So we just realized that and we just uh, make a ghost vocals with him. Uh, and we just, uh, we just, we just did an exchange, you know, we just yeah. created a song for his album and he created the song for our album. And um, 
the interesting uh, fact about Cult from Japan, it was a band uh, played with us uh, in Osaka on our Japanese tour. And um, it was an early morning of the, of the show day, you know, and we just was checking the Facebook. So, hey, guys, who will play with us tonight? And we just found that guys and we just fell in love with him. And it was really good when I was just came to him just just to say hi. Hello, guys. Have a good shows with us. Thank you for sharing stage with us. And the vocalist of them, like said, he was growing up. Uh, on our first album of Wild Ways, and I was like, wow, people in Japan, someone wow. in Japan knows our music, and uh, uh, we just made a huge influence on him, and this has really w- inspired me, and I was just offered him to make a ghost vocals on our album because he have absolutely amazing timbre, you know, and voice. And, and hey, Anatoly, you, you said... Personally, we consider this to be our finest record. During the recording process, we felt a unique self-confidence. And I'm hearing that, you know, everything that you're describing from the production process to structuring the songs to writing and then, you know, collaborating with all these amazing, talented other artists. But then you also said, I thought this was unique. The album is about love. So I wanted to ask, to what level, Anatoly, do you like to have a theme for your records? And how important are themes to you? Is that more about helping you guys write or sound? Or is that more for the audience? Because a lot of artists, they don't really care about themes. They just do 10 songs in the studio and that's it. But I felt like there was a specific goal and dilemma you wanted to reach with Anna. Is that correct? Yeah. You know, like it's it's interesting. Yes, because we just getting older with, um, we just uh, grow with uh, music, instrumental process, but inside with lyrics i just feel myself like i'm still young you know so this is the album about love and uh, the perfect women and he's not she's not real and for me it's a really personal album because for me i'm already 28 and i'm just um i'm just a single already for eight years and i was just asking myself why why it's happening why what so what's the problem and i just realized that the problem inside my head because uh, i just i just created a perfect woman i will never met you know because mm-hmm. she doesn't exist and this is a problem because i will never meet the someone absolutely perfect and this is a problem where i'm i'm alone and single because i can't admit with minuses with uh, another of, of another uh, human, you know? Yeah. So for me, this album, it's like, um, I'm just, uh, I'm telling like uh, about the last chord of this. And I'm right now, I'm just getting older and I'm realizing that if I want to be with someone else, I just have to fight uh, to fight uh, of it. Uh, to um, So to be happy, it's a huge job, you know, if you Definitely. want a relationship. Yeah. So for me, it's like a final word with our, with my dreams and um, youth, you know? Yeah, it's almost like as if, you know, you're channeling all your emotions and yeah. just everything you're feeling inside onto this album, Anna, which if you don't have the perfect woman, hey, you got the perfect album right here. So, and <laughs> you guys have already struck a chord with the audience that you have. Do you see Anna as, let me rephrase that question. Do you see Anna as a snapshot of where you are at a certain time in your life? 
Um, I, uh, what, what do you mean? I'm sorry. For example, for example, let's say it's 2021 and you look back on the year 2020. You don't want to look at Anna and, and say, well, you could, but you don't want to look at Anna and say, oh, this is the pandemic album. You know, it's so easy to say something like that because so, so many amazing artists have released amazing music this year and allowed that artist a chance to grow. I feel like Anna allowed you a chance to grow, especially during a time of struggle, you know, in 2020. But, you know, you look back on Anna, I feel like it it serves as like a snapshot of, it allowed you a chance to grow instead of just looking back on it saying, yeah, this was just a pandemic album. We're just going to move forward with that. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, for, for me, Anna, it's like a snapshot of my... 18, 18s, you know? Yeah, okay. So I'm 28, but Anna, it's all the way more about the feelings when I was 18, when I was 20, when I was all the way younger. So this is the last chord right now. I just need to go forward and probably will write on something like bigger, not too much personal. You know, and you guys do come from Russia. You know, I know we talked about Russia just briefly, but I want to talk about the local music slash metal scene in russia because we've heard of bands like kino aquarium aria Alyssa, agatha christie catharsis which is a power metal band how has <laughs> that Ginger. yeah yeah there you go you know uh how has that scene changed through your experience man i have, i i i i don't know what to say because it's 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 complicated because uh, you know like we don't have a really a lot of bands in Russia. And um, I think the problem is just about the political and economical situation, because I actually, um, I'm sure that all the problems with people and with culture and, and with industry is just because it's just because of money, you know? So um, it's uh, actually, all bands you just uh, you just you just said kino aquarium yeah they just still big right now still big yeah and but it's it's amazing because this is a huge story this is a traditional russian culture and russian rock music but for me personally it's so sad with that we don't have an absolutely new school bands you know like you guys, because you just, you, you guys have a band's like every fucking year you have like <laughs> every new amazing band in Russia. It's, it's wow. It's oh. if I, if I may just throw some advice out there, like don't even focus on that. I think if you guys keep focusing on yourselves, you guys will get to this, you know, the status of these, uh, uh, these North American bands over here, you know, and you guys have, went a long way to get to where you're at today. Wild Ways started off as an indie project, man. Think about that for a second. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Started off as an indie project that took the music media's attention in Russia and became the country's main metal export. You know, I think that there is alone. That's so much to build off of. And you guys are still young. 28 still young. Bro, I'm 32. People tell me I'm still young. You know, I'm just saying, like, you got a long way to go. And I can't wait for the future for you guys to have you guys come here and make a big impact in the States? Cause believe me, you guys have already made a big impact in the States and you guys aren't even here yet. So that's, what's so special about it. You know, and you guys come from the underground world and performing in many different cities and venues from around the world. Your band has gone on to achieve impressive international success. And totally, that's a big deal. <laughs> you know, have your aspirations as a person or the, or band 
Have they changed or evolved since when you first started performing in the industry? Do you see things differently now? Um, I'm, I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not sure the things different right now. Still feels the same almost? Yeah, I feel still the same almost. Like from when you first started to where you are now, like nothing's changed. Like, you know, as far as- uh, when, we, when we just, yeah, for sure. We just have an amazing like venues right now or. Um, or even like just the, your fan base grew. That's a, that's a big deal. Yeah, too. absolutely. Absolutely. But if we're talking about the industry right now in Russia, mm-hmm. it's just, it's just bad than we, than previously. It's, it's just best because we just live in a streaming streaming century you know so we That's can true. we can we can have a we can have money by streamings but if we're really talking about uh, music and culture and artists right now it's more it's worst it's worse mm. right now I think it's worse than I was uh, when I won when I was in high school because f- um, 2007 and 2009, I think it was like a golden time of Russian music scene. And, but it was just ruined in a second. I don't know why. Well, it could also... I think because Putin just got back to the government. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, even talk about politics. That's a, I mean, that's a whole different conversation altogether. And, and it does have an effect. You know, politics, they do have an effect on music one way or the other. On everything. Politics yeah. affects on everything. Yeah. And it kind of puzzles me that a lot of fans and a lot of listeners kind of deny that. And, I mean, look at all the... I mean, Lamb of God, for example. I'm just going to throw Lamb of God out there. You know, their latest album, it covers a lot of politics. And whether you like it or not, that's... That has a big impact on music and that does make sense on your environment the culture that you grew up in and to where you are right now but again i want to revert to that saying wild ways has gone a long way and it and you guys you guys are really making an impact so i really hope you know things do change for the better and listen if you guys get through this time which you will i mean you guys can get through anything so that's definitely something to hold on to and with a new album like anna an amazing album like anna and i grew up on a lot of metal court thank you so much you guys you guys are doing it right you know so i want to ask a question about this we talked about your life as a musician if you weren't a musician what would you be doing right now oh i was dreaming about to be a soccer player okay you know, as a child i don't know i don't know I, th- I probably like a businessman or something like that okay or manager or producer or something like that i think yeah i th- i just realized that i can't work or on someone you know mm-hmm. all i'm doing for for the whole of my life i actually never was uh, hired by someone you know i never worked somewhere you know so okay. this is like uh that's that's who i am and uh, i think like just wild ways it's a it's a very interesting question because there's some artists who say i would never do anything besides music like they can't even go to that place it's no it's music no. or nothing i mean i mean bro i started off engineering you know think about that and then now i own a publication yes, you know? yes. So i had to find out a long way to figure out what i wanted to do and uh but yeah that's that's always interesting so i'm glad you are doing what you're doing it's always interesting to see like what else would you what else do you have other interest in that that can fuel your creativity into the music that you create so that's always interesting so, you know, Anatoly, this has been a pleasure. You know, we've covered everything from head to toe, head to toe, from where you started to where you are now to the new album. 
do you have any like last words? Is anything you want to mention? Any plugs? Is anything you want to mention to your fans about Wildways who are listening? I just hope that Wildways will really increase our fan base in United States. And I, because I really dream to go with our first shows in United States. This is the biggest dream uh, at that part of my life. <laughs> just make sure Dallas is the first date. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and everyone who's listening, Anna is out now on Warner Music Russia. It came out October 30th. And the fans are listening, you know, buy the merch. I think that's I think that's very important because the bands can't do it without your help. You know, uh Wildways. Yeah, buy Wildways the- merch, but buy Wildways merch, but please ready to wait it pretty long. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But at the same time, you know, be patient. You can still stream the album on all platforms right now, support the band. And you can listen to this podcast on interviewunderfire.com, on Spotify, Apple, all major podcast streams. Anatoly from Wild Waste, thank you so much. You be safe out there, man. Uh, we'll do this again, hopefully in person, you know, in, in Dallas. Yes. <laughs> Never done that before. That's the first. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, man. Hey guys, thanks for listening to Interview Under Fire podcast. If you guys liked what you heard, please subscribe and share our channel. And please leave a five-star review as that helps us tremendously. And also, if you guys have any questions or comments, you can find us at Interview Under Fire at Facebook or at Instagram. Or you can write us directly at schwag at interviewunderfire.com. That's S-C-H-W-A-G at interviewunderfire.com. Or Rezablade. That's R-E-Z-A-B-L-A-D-E at interviewunderfire.